This is the result of your words, day 37. I just want a day with no stories where hate doesn't prevail. Is that too much to ask? These posts don't get a lot of views, so if you see this, please share it with your friends. I think the more people who see it, the better off we will all be. Let's start with my friends at the ADL. The Clock app, this one, is partnering with the ADL to launch a campaign against hate. Wouldn't it have been great if it didn't take an atrocity to do that? The hashtag to use is swipe out hate. And then while looking for more info about that, I found this horrific story. Libs of Claw Gap has been temporarily removed from the ADL's glossary of extremism because she threatened them, but they still bowed to her wishes. This happened over a month ago, but uh, I didn't hear about it. So the Senate of Nigeria is already helping the victims of the so-called accidental drone strike. It's been what, less than two weeks? Like, monetarily helping them. Pro-Palestine protest shut down Harbor Boulevard outside Disneyland, and it was combined with a bomb threat. Why do bad actors have to make everything worse? The small Egyptian Jewish community has decided not to celebrate Hanukkah publicly for safety concerns. The Jewish woman who was beat to unconsciousness in Stamford Hill was attacked by 13 and 14 year old girls. Since the beginning of the war, Cyprus has been talking about how safe their Jewish citizens feel. Well, that's over. Two Iranians from the IRGC were arrested for targeting Jewish citizens. George Washington University medical students hosted a panel on the war and declared that what happened on October 7th was just resistance. Faculty have ignored it. This is the type of Judenhaus on campuses we need to be focusing on. Let's argue about the words intifada and from the river to the sea in a different setting because we can all agree that this isn't okay. Let's start there. The Oakland Cafe worker who refused to let patrons take a picture of the Judenhaus in the bathroom has now been fired. In the Chicago suburb of Glen Ellen, two people kicked in a residential door and made Judenhaus statements. Jewish Federation of America board chair Julie Roth is now the interim chair of the board of trustees at UPenn. WWE star Sami Zayn is under fire for liking some Judenhaus rhetoric. One of the articles that he liked threatened the safety of Israelis in the last sentence. There has been no response from WWE or its owner so far. In Beverly Hills, a 75-year-old man and a 70-year-old woman were on their way to Shoal. The man was attacked, being struck behind the head with a belt and called Judenhaus expletives. The man has already been arrested. Beverly Hills Police Department worked very fast. As I always say, we're not hearing every story. Here is an example of that with an article with a few stories coming out of Minnesota, including someone put an Israeli flag on their house and it was egged. And a man who works at a kosher grocery store got a DM filled with Judenhaus from someone he's never met. Republicans are angry at SNL for making fun of Elise Stefanik instead of the college presidents at the Judenhaus hearing. The third Jewish member of the Sydney Theatre Company board has resigned. They resigned because the company poorly handled a pro-Palestinian protest at curtain call of one of their shows. As in, the company still hasn't involved the Jewish board members in discussion. At Yale, a Palestinian flag was hung on the school's menorah. Maybe desecration is a little strong of a word, but unless a pro-Palestinian group wants to put up their own menorah, it's another example of equating a Jewish holiday with Israel, which is Judenhaus. A Jewish school in Manchester was sent a threatening letter. At a pro-Palestinian march in London, a bad actor carried a sign that said that in regards to Israel. Any references to Yahtzees is a bad idea, but especially that. And the police are now frantically looking for the identity of that bad actor. This one is against all of us. Sunland Lighting had a super inclusive holiday display in their window in Portland, Oregon. And naturally, it was vandalized. 
The owner's response was so positive even though her store was vandalized. If only more people could be like her. Some streamer guy was banned from kick for Islamophobic hate speech. The European Oscars acknowledged the war. In her opening speech, a Polish director brought up that enough isn't being done about Islamophobia in Judenhaus. A German director and actress read a poem by Yehuda Amichai, and the audience was asked to stand when two Israeli actors were in the in memoriam. Now I'm really curious what's going to be done at our award shows. Mitt Romney says that Congress shouldn't use laws to regulate speech at colleges. I think we're in totally uncharted territory and I don't know the answer. And finally, more Rohingya Muslims are still fleeing refugee camps in Myanmar and going to Indonesia, even though Indonesia has already turned a handful of boats away. And those are today's stories. I keep wanting to say not too bad, but every single individual story, if we were in normal times, would be getting airtime. And now it's just same old, same old. So let's not let that happen. I hope you haven't lost your shock and horror over these stories. Refuash Lema to all of us in need of healing and may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Short Cast Club.